When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. All right, everybody, welcome to the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Chris Sinzak, and my co-host is not around right now because as of the day and the time of this recording, he has locked himself in a room because his Green Bay Packers just pulled off a massive choke job in the NFC Championship game against the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle is now going to go to the Super Bowl, and Green Bay is going to go home. Um, For those of you outside the United States, you don't give a shit about this, but uh, football and the Green Bay Packers in particular are a huge part of Aaron Camaro's life. He grew up in Wisconsin. He's very addicted to that team. He's even a part owner of the team. Yes, the fans can actually buy stock in the team. So he is um, consoling himself right now, and th- but thank God that we uh, recorded the ma- vast majority of this show a few days ago before this went down. So when he comes in, you'll hear what we had a few days ago, and Aaron was in a much more upbeat mood. So um, before we get into the Australian Rock episode, let's do Geeks of the Week. And guys, you guys really did a great job at sharing and retweeting last week's episode, The Slave to the Grind Albums Unleashed with Michael Wagoner. Had a ton of positive response to it from all over the internet. The link got picked up by awesome sites like Brave Words, Melodic Rock, and Blabbermouth, which I didn't know was ever going to happen again. It's been like two years since they picked up one of our interviews. So thanks to all of them. Thanks to the people at Metal Sludge. We actually got decent response from uh, most of the people at Metal Sludge. Had a few people that talked trash, but that's okay. We're not for everybody. But um, some good response there. And um, a ton of people shared and retweeted it from Blabbermouth and from the news sites. But the Geeks of the Week that we want to acknowledge are those of you that shared and retweeted it from our Facebook fan page at facebook.com slash decibelgeek and our Twitter page at decibelgeekpod. So these are the Geeks of the Week for this week. Danny Allen Clark, Devin Fox, Brian Bates, Miguel Nunez, Todd Cunningham, Sid Minon, Brian Bates, Miguel I did Miguel Nunez. He did it twice. David Alpazar, Derek Novak, Baco, Crash Crafton, Justin A6, Matt Ashcraft, Cal Hens, Rich Dillon, Robert DePasqua, Joe Royland, Gino Ames, Jeff Hoagland, Mark Bullard, Shane Abair, Joe Lascon, Matt Severson of the Paperback Rocker Podcast, James Brendan Dunn, Ian Wadley of the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast. More on them in a minute. Howard Tate, Scott Ollinger, Brent Walter, Warren Money, Brian Knapp, David Green, John Morton, 
Orm Arnerson, Brad Kanot, Sit and Spend with Joe, Darren Parkin, Robin Bennett, Lee Shimbry, Chad Pollock, Rodney Dixon, Faces Rocks Magazine, Loudmouth, Raw Magazine, Hot Metal Magazine, Billy Hardaway, John Sturm, Hoops, Lisa Gillis, Books, Jack Broad, Mando Cerna, The Mooger Fugger, Metal Faves, Music Mags and Wax, Creatures of the Net, The Cassius Morris Show, Barasite, Steve, Rob Lane, Twit Earl, Sven Isaacson, Hard Rocking Trivia Show, Rock and Roll GPS, and Caesar Neira. And Caesar is a new listener from Peru who just got into the show from uh, this last episode. So welcome aboard. Hope you'll stick around and uh, check out the back catalog. There's probably a lot of stuff that you'll dig on there. Um, as I mentioned, the uh, Rock and Metal Combat podcast, a little bit of self-promotion time since Aaron's uh, busy right now being uh, pretty pretty upset, I would think. Um, I uh, actually appear on the brand new episode of the Rock and Metal Combat podcast, which you're hearing this this week it's the week of january uh 18th 19th and on um i appear this week on that show um we discuss the ramones end of the century album which yes it's my favorite ramones album and yes i am crazy but um yeah ian the show is hosted by ralph and ian otherwise known as ralph is known as dr fuck and ian is known as the ayatollah of alcohola so and uh, he lives up to that name so uh, check out the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. I think it's on Podbean. That's the main place to go get it. But they're also on Facebook. Their Facebook page is a lot of fun. But definitely don't have your kids in the room when you hear my appearance on this show. It's about the most profane thing I've ever done in podcasting. And I'm proud of that. So thanks to those guys and check out their show. Uh, so anyway, let's get into uh, Aaron from a couple of days ago when he was in a better mood. And here we go. Okay, so um, we, you know, I went to a couple of different uh people i know from australia for ideas for some of the bands we could check into we know people in australia we do we're actually pretty popular in australia i know as far as podcasting that's pretty goes. cool it's uh, that's what i always tell everybody it's canada, canada australia and california yeah and germany likes us a lot too yeah yeah ever since we did the uh the, the october fest we need to get sweden on the board though there's yeah. a, lot of, a lot of great bands out of sweden well today we're 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 giving it up for another great continent so, um, and ironically, the, country, the um, that works. and Australia, there's a lot of different cities, but for four out of my five picks are all from Melbourne. Really? I, it's just the way it worked out. Okay. So, um, my first pick is uh, a band called Electric Mary, and uh, I'd never heard of this band before it was suggested to me. Nor have I. And um, they formed in Melbourne in 2003. In 2008, they were finalists in the Music Oz Awards, nominated for Best Rock Band. And they've toured with the likes of Whitesnake, Judas Priest, Glenn Hughes, and Alice Cooper. It's good enough for Glenn Hughes, man. It's good enough for me. So that's a good resume. This is Electric Mary from the album From the Vault with a song called Feel Your Pain.
I dig that too. I think I do too, cool. man. I've yeah. never heard that band before, but man, am I sure glad I did now. Yeah, I want to hear listened, more of it. Yeah, I listened to more stuff of theirs online, and yeah, I was pretty pretty impressed with them. I want to check out more of their, their catalog. Kick ass. I like it. So far, so good. Yeah. All right, that brings me up to my first pick of the day, and we are doing a little Aussie rock and roll here today. This is fantastic. You know, one thing I've learned by doing this is that we could easily do a part two. Yeah, there's a... Uh, yeah, we had a hard time narrowing our picks down, actually. Yeah, totally did. And when I walked in, I had a weird process in doing this. But, you know, you're going to see how it all plays out in the end. So my first pick is a band called Jet. Everybody knows Jet. They were formed in Melbourne in 2001 by brothers Nick and Chris Kester. Okay. Kester? Sester? Ke- we're going to say Kester. We're going with Kester, all mate. Right. Best known around the world for the songs Are You Gonna Be My Girl and Cold Hard Bitch. Great song. Yeah, fantastic song. I'll never forget the first time I heard, I think it was Cold Hard Bitch yeah. on the radio. It's the, an awesome gu- song. the guitar solo, I was like, holy shit, is Ace Fraley in this band? <laughs> I mean, if you <laughs> listen to that, because Ace Fraley is the kind of, kind of guitar player yeah. where you hear it, you know it's the Space Ace. Right. Just be like a singer, but with guitar, you know, right. you know it's Ace when it's playing. This is a guitar player in this band that's got to be a Kiss fan because. I really did for a second there go, wow, man, this sounds just like Ace Frehley. So maybe Ace should cover that on his covers album. Maybe. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Um, those ones you know, were big popular songs off their Get Born album that came out in 2003. Probably one of the most world-renowned bands that have come out of Australia. Um, they've played shows all over the world with a variety of bands from the Rolling Stones to Green Day. They've worked with Iggy Pop and played with Tool. You know, so they're they're all over the place. Variety, yeah. Their music's been featured in video games like Madden, Guitar Hero, Gran Turismo, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Rock Band, as well as several TV shows, commercials, and movies, including two of the Spider-Man soundtracks, and probably most importantly, WWE SummerSlam 2010 theme song. Yeah. Most importantly, well, you know. Depends on your perspective, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> That's where all the money is, though, is like TV and video games and sure. stuff like that. Sure, yeah. I mean, and talk about exposure, you know. Yeah. And, and these guys, you know, those songs were all over the place. I mean, even iTunes, I think, had had used their music as part of their commercial. Oh, yeah. Are You Gonna Be the, My Girl? Was yeah, one was, of the they were the dancing the with the, you know, the all silhouettes, that. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, with the silhouettes. So, you know, Jet, pretty well-known band. I picked one that maybe not be maybe not be one of their most popular albums, but it was their most recent one that came out in 2009, an album called Shaka Rock. Now, this might not sound too much like Are You Gonna Be My Girl and Cold Hard Bitch, but I think you're going to dig it anyway. So right here on Aussie Rock's Decibel Geek Podcast, you got to love it. It's Jet in a tune called Walk. Every time we walk down the moonlit mile, we don't have to walk down your company line. We got the wherewithal to walk without your own. We got the wherewithal to walk without your own. Every time we walk down the moonlit mile, we don't have to walk. Company line. We got the wherewithal to walk without your own. We got the wherewithal to walk without your own. You know, you know, it's all about money. She said yes, and I said yeah, 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 yeah,
That sounds nothing like Pantera. <laughs> no, it sure don't. But, you know, that's Jet from Australia, from Melbourne. Fantastic band. Unfortunately, they uh, only released three albums and then disbanded back in 2012. So yeah, Jet I was is bummed no to hear more. that. Yeah, man, because they're a great band, you know. So they're from For, Melbourne, too. They are from Melbourne. Okay. So, you know, I don't know how many I got from Melbourne, but I guess we'll figure it out as we go. I'm going to have to move. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's a good that's a good track. I, I enjoyed it. Definitely a little bit different from what you expect out of that band, for sure. Yeah, I mean, that, that Shaka Rock album, I picked it up. I got a good deal on it. found it in a music store and thought, you know, I like the band. I never really listened to this album. Checked it out. And the whole thing is fantastic. I recommend it. Any of their stuff, I recommend. So here's uh, my next pick. And um, one thing I, you know, I've mentioned over the last year or so is, like, the swedish and you know that area with a lot of melodic rock is kind of having a renaissance over there right for sure you know, like an 80 sounding melodic rock and it's but it's fresh over there and people go crazy for it um it's starting to kind of translate to the states a little bit too, yeah it I is think, you know? and it which makes me really happy yeah <laughs> so, me too um you know and i so i went through the list that our friends and like the some of the, the people that i went to or well, let me go ahead and give credit where it's due because these guys gave us possible bands vic barrick who runs the vinnie vincent fan forums who actually right came here to nashville and visited here so it was really cool to meet him and his daughter Jeez, did he see any uh tourist spots while he was here uh moving on <laughs> okay um we it was, sorry yeah he sent some bands nick tavellis who's a writer in australia who has actually written about our podcast on in a magazine which is really cool Oh yeah that's right that's yeah. super cool he's a great guy he listens regularly and then warren money our one of our staff members the one and only so i was like i know three people i can go through to get possible bands so Heck yeah and if i ever find myself stranded stranded in australia i'll know who to call exactly so this was one of the bands that was suggested by one of those guys. I don't have a list in front of me, but um, this was a band called White Widow, and Widow is spelled with two Ds. I'm not sure why. Maybe that just helps with the Google search. I don't know. It's a good idea. Formed in Melbourne in 2001. Uh, influenced by artists such as White Sister, Jafria, Aviator, Survivor, Danger Danger, Rick Springfield, and Roxas. Some of those bands, wow. I'm guessing, are Australian. You put them in a blender and mix that all together. I mean, wow. Yeah, it's I an can't interesting, wait to hear uh, interesting mix. So um, I'm intrigued now. This is off an album released in November of 2014, so it's pretty brand new. This is an album called Crossfire, and this is White Widow with a song called Below the Belt.
I know it has keyboards, but it's still good, right? Well, it's it's power metal yeah. kind of, you know. Yeah. So you got you got to have keyboards. Nothing wrong with it. There's a, a lot of good tracks on that Crossfire album, and uh, I, that, just like Electric Mary, I'm going to go in and check out more of their stuff. I really enjoyed that. Heck yeah! All right, so I got one next, and guess what? They're not from Melbourne. Okay. Nope. This band was formed in 1995 in Lismore, New South Wales, and I'm talking about Grinspoon. They, uh, the way this band kind of came about is they cut a two-song demo and entered it into a rock talent search on a radio station called Triple J. I'm told this is a pretty big radio station in Australia. No, Triple or, or, M is a big TV station. Yeah, so, you know, or I was at one time. I have no idea. I don't live in Australia. But the song that they released for that was a song called Sick Fest, mm-hmm. and it became the station's most requested song for about two months. That's not bad for wow. a local band, you know, turning in a, a two-song demo, you know, for two months. They ride it out like that. Um, you know, Grinspoon's pretty awesome. They've released seven albums over the years. They've toured in the U.S. with bands like uh, Anthrax and Suicidal Tendencies, but were never quite able to match the success here that they attained in their homeland, Australia. So this was the first song I ever heard from Grinspoon. It comes off a soundtrack. Boy, we got it. We got some wrestling theme going on today a little bit with this Australian thing. Came off the ECW Extreme Music Volume One in 1998. This is Grinspoon doing a cover. And, you know, there's going to be some thrash metal fans out there that get pissed off at me, but I love this version way better than Prong's original. You be the judge for yourself right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. Throw another shrimp on the Barbie. It's Grinspoon with Snap Your Fingers, Snap Your Neck.
I think you may be right. I think I like it better than the original. I do too. And I like prong way better. But yeah, prong. The, the a guitars good just are different. The singing is better. I don't know. Nothing against prong because I do like prong, but Grinspoon just they must have heard that song and said, "We can really blow the pants off that song if we redo it." And they did. I so, didn't know songs wore pants. Well, if they did, they'd have them blown off just right then and there. I'd like to know what Grinspoon <laughs> even means. I was just about to tell you what Grinspoon means. Oh, okay. Wow, that's amazing how that works sometimes. And we didn't even plan that out. No. <laughs> Grinspoon got their name from a, from the uh, the infamous Harvard pot professor, Dr. Lester Grinspoon. Back in the day, back before anybody was uh, prescribing medical marijuana, to anybody Mm -hmm. this guy was a proponent for it back when everyone laughed at him for saying you know hey you can use medical marijuana to help a whole lot of things and people laughed at him back then but now today you know look at it people are using medical marijuana all over the place why am i picturing a donald sutherland's character from animal house (laughs) (laughs) dr greenspoon that's pretty cool very cool okay so all right we're moving right along um, you know, I've played a little bit of more unknown stuff, at least to U.S. listeners. Right. This is a band you probably have heard of. Well, mostly thanks to Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah. Because Guns N' Roses kind of brought this band into the limelight in America. I think I know who you're talking about. I'm talking about Rose Tattoo. Yeah, that's right. And um, the band formed in Sydney in 1976. This is my one non-Melbourne band. And um, the first four albums were produced by Harry Vanda or Vonda and George Young, who also worked with, of course, ACDC. George right Young on. is one of the brothers. Right. Um, the band disbanded in 1987, subsequently reforming briefly in 1993 to support GNR on an Australian tour. How cool must that have been? Uh, you yeah, know, to be disbanded cool. and then get the call. Yeah. And then they reassembled again in, um, from 1998, and then since then they've released two more studio albums. Like, so, hey, this is Gilby Clark. Axel asked me to call you to see if maybe well, you, you got to bring Gilby Clark <laughs> up all the time. <laughs> hey, you got Juice Newton. You're gonna, I, got, I got Gilby Clark. Yeah, but I'm the victim on both of those cases. That's not fair. <laughs> 
I got nothing on you. All right, so you're going to love it when Gilby's a guest on the show. I can't wait. Yeah. Um, and then on, on August 16, 2006, they were inducted into the Australian Recording Industry Association Hall of Fame. Right on. Six former members have died in recent years, including the four of the original lineup. Holy so, shit. Uh, a lot well, of that sucks. Frontman Angry Anderson is still around, though. He's too angry to he's die. too angry to die. <laughs> I when, love it. When he calms down, he'll die, but he's, not, he's still pissed. Good. This Stay is uh, this is from the the self titled album released in November of 1978. This is Rose, Ta- Rose Tattoo with a really awesome track called Butcher and Fast Eddie.
take a knife and I'm gonna take a gun. But Butcher, he told his mates as they gathered round, I got two good fists. And you know I never, never, ever, ever been afraid of anyone. And it came the night at last for the meeting. I can't lose, said Eddie, because I'm the best. But the Bon Scott era ACDC Shit, yeah. sound. You know, I'm not all that familiar with Rose Tattoo, but I can honestly tell you this. I've never heard a Rose Tattoo song that I did not like. I, and I went through quite a few just to listen to decide what I wanted to play. Because I saw them on a list. I'm like, I'm going to play something by them. Yeah. And I love just about everything I listen to. So. Shit, yeah. Awesome um, band. Jim Florentine, friend of ours, is a big fan of Rose Tattoo. Cool. Maybe you didn't know we... he was a friend of ours, did you? <laughs> Maybe someday we'll have him on the show. That'd be great. And record it. It'd be awesome. Okay. <laughs> Moving right Moving along. Moving on. <laughs> All right. Here's one for you that came from Melbourne. They were formed in 1973. This is a great band that I think deserves a lot more attention and a lot more credit than they do get here in the United States. Now, I know they're huge in Australia, and, uh, well... I'm talking about the band Skyhooks. Mm -hmm. Now, this band is known for such timeless classics as Bondage on the Boulevard, Rolls Royce in the Swimming Pool, You Just Love Me Because I'm Good in Bed, Straight in a Gay Gay World, <laughs> and, why don't, and of course, Why Don't You All Get Fucked. Awesome. Timeless classics. I wonder if Rolls Royce in the Swimming Pool is written about Keith Moon. Probably. Probably I would, would have to be. I would guess so. That's cool. I wonder if You Just Love Me Because I'm Good in Bed was written about me. Moving on. <laughs> also known as the originators of the Maiden Classic, Women in Uniform. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah we played that on the show. Yes, we have. Yeah. Way bigger in Australia than they ever got in the U.S. Right. When they came to the U.S. in the mid-70s, they drew a lot of comparisons to Kiss. Really? We already have a Kiss, and nobody gives a shit about them. Why would anybody care about you? All it really was, I think, was uh, the guitar player wore makeup mm -hmm. and flicked his tongue. 
Really? That's all it takes. Yeah. You know, and they kind of were like a gimmick band, you know, and yeah, I hate to call Kiss a gimmick band, and I hate to call these guys a gimmick band, but they definitely had a gimmick. They had yeah. a niche, you know, they were they were doing something unique and different as well as Kiss, and it's kind of cool the way the timeline kind of flows along the same way as Kiss does, because they have their peak in the mid-70s, and mm-hmm. by the end of the 70s, they're kind of, you know, dipping, d- dipping like just like Kiss did. But, you know, as far as music goes, these guys, way different than Kiss, yeah. but still rock and roll and still kick ass. So here's a taste for you from their second studio album from way back in 1975. If you were born in 75, you're an old man today. <laughs> That's me. Yourself. Yeah. Here's Skyhooks on the Decibel Geek Podcast with Love on the Radio. Well, hi there, all groovy rock fans. You're tuned to 3FQ, the friendly one, and I'm going to take you right through until 12 o'clock this evening when the Allen Dean fun machine will be taking you nowhere. Don't forget, girls, you can get all your cosmetics and feminine things from Hood & Co. Pharmacy, 25 Langtree Avenue, Mildura. Even Granny tunes her little Granny to 3FQ.
Sky Hooks from 1975, Love on the Radio. Awesome song. I'm going to do a remake yeah. of that song called Love on a Podcast. Love on a Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Red Simon's on lead guitar. Shirley on lead vocals. Shirley is a dude. Hmm. Can't they, tell by the vocals, but... Tell people to stop calling him Shirley. Shirley, you must be mistaken. Yeah. Uh, Bongo star on rhythm guitar, Greg McCainch on bass, and uh, whoo, you want to have fun pro pronouncing names, Freddie Kaboodleschnitzer. <laughs> I'm sure that's exactly how it's <laughs> I'm saying. sure that's his real name, too, on drums. Um, in the mid-70s in Australia, shit, man, you don't get much bigger than Skyhooks. Oh, Those guys, a cool band. They, they were freaking huge. And like I said, the timeline kind of lines up with Kiss, too, where it's like, you know, 75, they're about hitting their peak, mm -hmm. you know, and they get really big. And then by like 78, 79, you know, I think their last album in 78, they had a different lead singer. Mm -hmm. And uh, just kind of, you know, it's it's weird how they're, they're those bands Are they parallel. still around? They're not still around. No? Uh, unfortunately, lead singer um, Shirley died in the early 2000s, I want to say, in a helicopter crash. Wow. But he had quit the band back in the day and became like a famous radio personality in Australia, as far as I know. You know, we, we can check with our Australian friends and make sure we're not jacking the facts up too bad here. But, yeah, no, Skyhook. Oh, they'll let us know. Yeah, they'll definitely yeah. let us know. Skyhook, no longer around. Huh. But they've got those first three or four albums definitely worth checking out. You know, go to Amazon.com through the Decibel Geek link. Gets you some Skyhooks. They're a good classic rock band that, like I said, they were huge in Australia. Yeah. Not so big here, but definitely worth a listen. Yeah, I got sucked into a YouTube wormhole of listening to them for like two months. Yeah? And just kept listening to them over and over again. Yeah, All kinds of cool I'll stuff. I'll do that with bands. The I'll thing, just get The thing I liked about reason. Skyhooks, it, it kind of like, it, it resonates within me because, you know, and I'm sure it did you as well, being Kiss fans, yeah. where you get the visual with the band. Right. You know, so yeah. they're not just a band standing up on stage playing. There's something cool going on with each of the individual members. Like, the drummer, his, he's got like a space suit and the way he's doing his drum solo it lights up and sparkles and stuff and then you got you got the guy standing there flickering his tongue with his weird makeup and the yeah. lead singer's like a young pretty boy you know and he's doing his thing and then the the like the bass player's got like a yellow cowboy outfit i mean there's a lot of weird stuff going on in that band but when it comes on down to it yeah. in the music good stuff just like kiss look past the gimmick enjoy the music so you're not saying they could dress somebody else up and look like the guys that passed away <laughs> moving on skyhook can go on uh, forever yeah skyhook 2.0 uh, okay so it's my turn and uh i got so i got two more picks left this is uh this one's kind of close to home for us because uh this is another band from melbourne but they have a connection to the decibel geek podcast because we love them going back a, a few years even like well they were one, this band was one of the earliest supporters of us from overseas i got one of their t-shirts in my closet right. right now i wear it regularly people always ask me what the hell yep. are the chinatown angels yep chinatown angels um they sent us a care package of like T-shirts and CDs and stuff a few years ago. I still wear it all the time. And uh, guitarist Jason Mayhar, if I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, and bassist Kynan O'Meara, both are regular uh, posters on the Facebook fan page and still stay in touch and we're still not, listen to the show. We're not from Australia. We don't speak English. Right. <laughs> but uh, Not very well. But, yeah, they sent us the stuff, and, and, and you know, and that, that's cool to get sent stuff, but we were even equally happy when we found out it was good. Right. So um, we Send, were, Sending us stuff is only half the battle. Yeah. You, know, you, we, you, win like our, enjoy it. you win our hearts when you send us stuff. You win our minds when the music behind it is good. Yeah, and actually, These guys won our hearts and minds. 
Actually, I got a CD from a Canadian band I'll share with you soon that's really good. Well, okay, cool. But, um, yeah, so Chinatown Angels, you know, they've been around for a little while, and um, this past year they put out an album called Gypsy Blood, and uh, I wanted to give them a little bit of love because this is a cool album. This is a really cool rock and roll song. This is Chinatown Angels with a song called Shot Full of Rock and Roll.
man, if that's not decibel geek worthy, I don't know what the hell is. Nice up tempo rock and roll. Our buddies. Yeah, from Chinatown way down under the Chinatown. Come Angels. to America, guys. We'd love Shit, to have you. Shit, yeah. At least come play one show in Nashville. Yeah, please. <laughs> Fly all the way here to play in Nashville one night. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Okay. I'd go. I know you'd go. We'd round up, round up the rockers here in of town course. and go. All right, so what do you got next? All right, I got another one here that's, you know, pretty well known around the world. You know, some of these bands that I've noticed today are huge in Australia, but not real well known around the world. These guys, known around the world, not formed in Melbourne. Right. Okay, <laughs> where are they from? They're from a place called Warnabolu. Well, hang on, let me take another shot Cleveland? at this. Not Cleveland. Okay. No, this is totally not Cleveland. It's Warna, Warnambol. Warnambool. I'm going to go with Warnambool. All right. For $200. They were formed in 2003 in an unpronounceable town. <laughs> <laughs> formed by the O'Keefe brothers, Ryan and Joel, obviously influenced by ACDC and Rose Tattoo. Yeah. Talking about Airborne. Yeah. You know, like Jet, their music has appeared in a bunch of video games like Madden, NASCAR, NHL, Rock Band, Need for Speed, Twisted Metal. Just to name a few, because there's a ton more that they this this band's music has been on, as well as providing you know music for TV and movies and theme songs for the WWE. Heck oh, yeah, wrestling again. <laughs> Told you it was going to come back All around. Right. This one here is special to me. This All is right. there's a lot of great Airborne songs. They've released a handful of albums over the years, but this song here is very special to me because when he was in the WWE, Ken Kennedy. Nowadays known as Ken Anderson, okay. my absolute number one favorite professional wrestler. This was his theme song, and it fit him perfectly because he's a dude from Wisconsin. He's a rock and roller. Wow. He needs a kick-ass theme song, and Airborne delivers the goods. So from 2008, WWE The Music Volume 8, here's Airborne with Turn Up The Trouble.
That makes me want to headbang right into a turnbuckle. Heck yeah, or into a big old block of cheese or something. A turnbuckle made of cheese. Throw another cheese on the Barbie. <laughs> I like Airborne. They're a good band. I like it. They're never going to be called the most original band ever, but they what they take a formula that works and they do good with it. Well, like I said, obviously influenced by ACDC and Rose Tattoo yeah. and bands like that, you know, but like they say, you know, if you're going to get in, you know, going to get called, you know, you sound like this band. Yeah. If it's ACDC, that's, pretty good. that's not bad. You know, yeah. they could be saying, hey, you guys remind me of Millie Vanilli. Like, oh, oh man, that's, that's not good. We're like, no, you guys remind me of ACDC. Cool. We'll take it. Uh, David Rhodes on rhythm guitar, Justin Street on bass, Ryan O'Keefe on drums, Joel O'Keefe on lead guitar and vocals. That's unique. You know, usually it's not the lead guitarist and the lead vocalist is not usually the same guy in a band. Yeah. Usually the singer singing, the lead guitarist is concentrating on his lead guitars. Not this band. Ryan O'Keefe covers it all. Um, they've had three studio albums so far, Running Wild in 2007, No Guts, No Glory in 2010, and Black Dog Barking in 2013. Those albums are all available at Amazon.com, and if you go through the Decibel Geek link, you're going to help us out. Get those albums. Highly recommended. Absolutely. So um, my last pick of the show is a band that is also probably not going to get points for originality, but they emulate great bands. So that's fine with me. Take something that works and, and, and emulate it the right way. This is a band called My Dynamite, formed in Melbourne, 2008. Uh, they cite the Black Crows, the Almond Brothers, and Government Mule as influences, and when you hear this song, you will definitely see why. Nothing wrong with that. Because they sound a lot like those bands. Uh, Patrick Carmody, Jorge Ballas, Travis Fraser, Simon Aarons, Benny Wolf, Nick Cooper are the members of the band. The debut album is now available. It's a self-titled album. This is My Dynamite with a cool song called If We're Living.
bad. Good kind of southern rock feel. Yeah, it's, it must be southern South Australia. South Australia. Yeah, southern Australia rock. Yeah. That's like uh, Warnambool. Warnambool. Southwestern Central Australia. I'm sure we're going to get uh, the corrections department to tell us <laughs> that we screwed it up. <laughs> you guys play some great music. Your pronunciation sucks. sucks. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting to be at the end of the show. We've, uh, like I said, man, we could do definitely easily a part two on this. Yeah, I had a number of ones I wanted to pick. See, the, the thing with me was, you know, when I started doing this, I was trying to pick outside the box a little bit. You know, obviously, you're going to put, I'm going to put Jet and Airborne in there. We're going to have mm-hmm. Rose Tattoo. And you got your obvious ones you're going to have in there. But then you got to have some different ones. And we've, we've highlighted some ones today, some bands you've picked that I've never heard of. Hell, there were some bands today that I've picked that I never heard of until yeah, we started doing the too. research for this. So, yeah. you know, it's, this has been very cool. You know, it's, I like it. it's, it's, it's been fun to take a look at Australian rock and roll because, hot damn, there's a lot of good lot stuff of good going stuff. on down under, you know. Totally. And, and still to this day, those guys continue to kick ass. And the thing I've learned over the years of doing the Decibel Geek podcast is, you know, and especially in doing the year in, year in reviews, mm-hmm. is that the Australians really do have the jump on some things. You know, some bands that will really release an album here in the states that it just kind of sputters and doesn't do anything yeah the australians go crazy over it right and within a couple of months here it's like the biggest thing around That's you know true. you do that with guns and roses the red hot chili peppers you know the list goes on and on australians and canadians those guys are on top of things those guys are smarter than the rest of us for some reason i don't know what it is I don't know. Maybe it's the the Foster's beer. I don't know. All that exposure to Russian ACDC or something, you know, it it stimulates the mind. Hmm. So, you know, that brings us to the end of another great episode here today of the Decibel Geek Podcast. I feel good. You feel good? Yeah, it's been fun. I feel great. So, you know, basically it comes down to this. I had a band, you know, and I'm I'm just going to go ahead and tell the story. I found a band. Yeah, but you're going to hear this band on another episode. Right. So this will be sort of a preview. So you're going to have to wait for it a little bit. But I found a band called Black Cat Moan. Mm -hmm. And I was under the impression that they were from Australia and they really kicked ass. They're really good. You know, and I, I liked it a lot. Boy. And he, I come over here and Chris totally pisses all over and says, uh, yeah, they're from Sweden. That band's from Sweden. <laughs> I say, well, shit, what am I going to do? You know, I took notes on this black cat moan. I don't even, don't even know. Well, apparently there, I think there is a band from Australia called black cat moan, but different but members, it's, but it's not the, uh, <laughs> not the one he thought it not was, not the band. I thought it was. So what the hell am I going to do? I, it's my last pick of the night. There's you know, a lot of I, Beck Bogart apathy fans out there that keep <laughs> taking their song name and turn it into a band name. Right. But it's a great band, you know? So, I mean, shit, I don't have a song. What am I going to do? We're doing Australian, you know, Aussie rocks. Who have you know, we what left it, out? Is there anybody with, Oh, yeah. Warren Money's favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> and just for Warren Money, I wasn't going to pick them. You know, I yeah. wasn't because, I mean, it's obvious, you know, who the, the number one rock band in Australia of all time is. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious, you know, whether Warren Money likes it or not. It's It's a fact. So since my last pick got all screwed up, there's nothing I can do better than to just go with ACDC. Yeah. So from the album, Dirty Deeds, Done Dirt Cheap, this is a fantastic song it's a great way to end the show you guys will have to hang out till we do part two on this one because i guarantee we will. there will be because there's a bunch of bands i'd love to play today that i didn't but we're gonna go ahead and get acdc out of the way because hell if you're talking about australian rock and roll you've got to talk about the one and only acdc so wrapping things up right here today we love you we'll see you next week buy all these artist albums at amazon.com through the decibel geek link you're going to help us out it's going to give us a little change here to keep the show rolling for free which we are committed to do for you always 
So you got anything to say before we roll? No, just tune in next week. All right, we'll be here for you. You be here for us. Here's ACDC on the Decibel Geek Podcast. You got to love it because it's love at first feel. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 